G'day and welcome to Bums on the Bench. My name's Jacko. Andy's here, as always. Of course. It's my house. Yeah, it is. He's here. We record in his lounge room and introducing for the first time our friend Josh. Eric. Ali. Good, man. Good. I'm excited for the first episode. This is going to be good. It should be good. I realise looking at the notebook on the table and the Facebook chat that you guys know more about sport than you could ever imagine. It is. Yes. I fucking love sport, dude. <laughs> I like sport too. Jack. I've watched one sport probably in the last two weeks. What do Which you mean? One? You watched NRL last night. I did. That's the one sport I watched. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's all I've watched. You watched the NBL last night? No, I haven't watched the NBL this season. I don't watch. Oh, yeah, don't blame you. It's it's awful. I you, s- we there's, only, on like, there's only one basketball to watch, and that's the American one. No, no, actually, you know what? You know who fucking slap? Who? The WNBL. They are actually fantastic players and would Name destroy. Me five WNBL. I cannot. <laughs> I've watched three matches, though, and you know what? They actually can score. You know what's great? There's NBA players that can't even name WNBA players. They, they, they like try and push for equal pay, and they're like, name five, and they're like, oh. I can name one. Stephanie Griner. Who was the bitch that was... Isn't it... No, that's Brittany? the one that went to Russia. Yeah, that's the Russia one. it was Brittany. With... It was Brittany. Did you not say I can Brittany? name half of one. <laughs> oh, gee. I thought you said Brittany. <laughs> I said Stephanie. 90 <laughs> seconds into it and Jack's already making up stories. Let's go. We're back to normal. <laughs> Look, things don't change. It's a new year. I'm not changing. A new show. A new show. New colour scheme. That's about it. New host. Yeah. Same shit. Same shit as always. We have a lot to cover this afternoon. Now, from my memory, yeah, we have a little bit of cricket. There okay. is a little bit of cricket, yes. There is a little bit of NRL. There is a little bit of NRL. Mm-hmm. You missed the first one I suggested, though. No, I'll get to it in a second. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Want to talk about the trade deadline in the NBA, because that happened at like 5 o'clock this morning our time. We'll start with that then. Okay, so big news from the American Basketball League, also known as the NBA. Hit us with it. First of all, we have to go back to the first of the 23rd, which was the first big trade. Was this, was this Mr. Irving? Or no, this yet? was Rui Hachimura going, to the, going from the Washington Wizards to the LA Lakers. Oh, goddamn. Do this they think it's finally going to like do something for their attacking squad other than just relying on like LeBron for the entire well, time? Well, yes, actually, because of what, no what, what, what <laughs> has happened. So this kicked off the trades. The next one was the one you were alluding to, which was the Kyrie Irving to... The Dallas Mavericks for Doran Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie plus a bunch of picks uh, yeah, in the draft. Yeah, was first and second picks or something So there's like, that? like first round pick in 2027, 2029, second round picks. Um, and yeah, there was for Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. I can't stand Kyrie Irving. I'm happy. I, c- I cannot stand Kyrie Irving anyway, but it gave Luka something. Because Luka Doncic just needed one more star and he's got that star. I do like Luka. I love Luka. I think he's fantastic. He's the... Classic white man can barely dance when he does something <laughs> amazing, but he'll drop 50, 20, 10 or something, <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. That kicked us off. And then everyone was like, well, the Nets must be blowing up because KD mustn't stay. And sure enough, KD secretly gets traded to the Phoenix Suns for Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and a bunch of picks. And when I say a bunch of picks, I mean a bunch of picks. Like five plus? It was like four fucking first round picks, and one's a swap. It was massive. And TJ Warren and KD go to the Phoenix Suns. Oh, and Jay Crowder started on the Brooklyn Nets, but he has gone later into another trade, which involves the Los Angeles Lakers. (gasps) No way. Because the Los Angeles Lakers did a three-team trade. The first one was D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt 
going from Utah to the LA Lakers. Utah gets the Russell Westbrook contract. A bunch of other players who I don't know. Some The first round pick protected for the... So if they get the top four pick, it goes back to the Lakers. Yep. But if it doesn't, then Utah Jazz gets it. And the Minnesota Timberwolves have helped out by getting... So they've sent a bunch of people to Los Angeles to get this trade across because Mike Connolly and Nikhil Alexander-Walker plus three second-round picks are going to them to make this trade happen. So all of a sudden, LeBron now has D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. And the most points scored ever or something? Yeah, yeah he recently broke the... Yeah, he recently broke uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Like, didn't they, like, ask him how he felt? And you'd be like, God damn, dude. Like, imagine going to the dude he doesn't really like in the first place. But like, hey, how are you feeling about this guy that's just smashed your records, going to leave you looking like a little bitch? He was pretty okay with it, to be honest. Yeah, like, in, in front yeah. of the camera. In front of the camera, he was, he was very happy for you it. don't really have a choice, though, to be anything be but okay. Because, like, he doesn't have the option to be like, well, I'll come back and do another season. Or, like, get me in for a free throw or, cut or two. Like, I'll just track him along. Hmm. So I was like, I guess, oh, well, it happens. And the other major one was James Weissman has left the Golden State Warriors for Detroit. Atlanta's picked up Sadiq Bay, and Golden State have picked up Kevin Knox and five second-round picks. That was the other major trade out of all this. I guess the big takeaway... Oh, and Mo Bamba's gone to the Lakers for... Uh, Obama went to the Lakers? Obama. I thought he said Mo Bamba. <laughs> I did. Mo Bamba. Isn't that a rap song? You mean Mamba number five? No, not that one. I don't know what I'm talking about. You oh. really don't. But yeah, Mo Bamba's gone from the Orlando Magic to the Lakers, and the Lakers get pa- Patrick Beverly. Uh, Does he wear number five? <laughs> <laughs> no, Paolo used to wear the five, but he could wear it at the Lakers. You never know. Please. I just think it's that'd be really funny. to be at this point. Yeah. I think he was like two or three or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But so the Nets have essentially been stripped. Yeah, so Ben Simmons turned up on the Nets and they decided, oh, fuck this, and everyone left. <laughs> I stopped supporting the 76ers because I hated Ben Simmons so much. I went to the Nets because I like Paddy Mills and KD, and they've taken everything but Paddy Mills from me. Yeah. And I've got Ben Simmons back. You do have Ben <laughs> Simmons back. But it's better than supporting the team I fucking support. Your Chicago Bulls? Yeah, and they they lost to the Nets today, and it was embarrassing. Paddy Mills was good. Ben Simmons got a triple single. I, had, I don't care. I hate Ben Simmons. I know. He didn't play in the second fucking half and the Nets decided to win. And I feel like it's because Ben Simmons didn't play in the second half. Probably. He's not that good of a basketballer. He <laughs> sucks. Did you see once his reputation got really, really damaged towards the end of last year, he tried to win some cred back by being like, oh, I'll, I'll play for Australia next time. No. You didn't see that? He's you know there's three, uh, three players from Melbourne that have gone to the NBA, and two of them suck dick. Yeah, Giddy's one? No. No, I'm talking about three stars. Oh, right. Andrew Tate, who was the good one. Yep. Ben Simmons. And I bet you didn't know this, Kyrie Irving was born in Melbourne. No I hate Kyrie Irving way. too. Yeah, Kyrie Irving's technically an Australian citizen. Gross. Australian basketballers suck. <laughs> He's an Ameri- he, he grew up in America and everything, but he has Australian citizenship. I learned that the other day, That's and I got I mean. disgusted. Hawks were how many? Three wins this season. Three, which three. is... I'd pray for three wins for the Bulls. Oh, no, dude. Like, speaking of the NBL very quickly, the Hawks last year had Brian Gorgian, one of the best basketball coaches around. Not the best NBA coach, but, you know, for all the styles of games that isn't the NBA, Gorge is one of the best. Mm-hmm. Took us to, what, 
The playoffs hadn't been there in years. Got our name back. They stripped the Illawarra from the name last year, <laughs> and we had to play for it back. Got it back. This dude's his protege, whoever the coach is. I forgot his name. Clearly can't coach other people that need to coach for shit. No, and then also every import we bought in but one got horribly injured and couldn't play for the year. So we got... Yeah, team. Yeah, real bad injuries, but also, yeah, I haven't watched it. I just... after yeah, the, it was bad. After losing the first five, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch something else. I, like, Don't watching some of the games, like when we did local derby against the Kings, I don't even know how we managed as many points as we did, but doesn't matter how much we can capitalize on it. I've never seen more losses in a more demoralized team than what they brought out. And they I'm shocked season. you'd say that because you support the St. George Dragons. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We're looking up, baby. All I'm saying is race to the wooden spoon, baby. Let's fucking go. You and the Tigers. I really thought it would have been Warriors, but clearly they've just put Tigers in their place. Like, what the fuck was that? F- I'll, I'll, I'll cover that later. We'll go to the NRL last because I think we could talk for hours on oh, that. Oh, Jesus, yeah. We got 10 minutes out of the NBA. <laughs> I think that's enough about the NBA because uh, you watch it. I do watch it. I think I'm the only one that does watch it actively. Regularly. I watch, I watch every it. so often. Yeah. I watch every Bulls game and I wish I didn't. I came over when he was watching the Bulls game the other day and I was like walking into a losing Roosters final, man. It was a bad time. And no, to be fair, he bitched more about it in the second half than I did. That's par for the course. They yeah. didn't get a single shot. Seriously. <laughs> and then the the refs as well. In oh, yeah, game. the refs too. They were shocking. Like <laughs> After that game, fucking the two commentators for the Bulls, because in the NBA you get biased commentary. You can watch the Bulls commentary team or you can watch the... The other team's commentary team, unless they're on TNT, which was why today sucked. So I didn't get to listen to Adam Amin and Stacey King bullshit on the refs. But these guys gave the refs absolute crap after that game me and Jack watched. Next game, they had to come out and apologize to the refs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they weren't good. <laughs> how, how scathing are we talking? They were calling for heads to roll. Essentially standing on the sideline, not commentating, yelling about being like, you're cheating. <laughs> You'd be like, you're That's missing a foul! They're That's the- a foul! And they're the commentators. How many of them were actually fouls? Uh, uh, the two, last two-minute report came out for that game, and there was like seven fouls missed in the last two minutes. That would have potentially swung the game the ball's way. And blatant. Which is not the first time this season that that has happened. You get the last two-minute report, and you see 16 fouls that the Bulls should have gotten. Or fouls against the Bulls that shouldn't have been fouls. It was Absolutely bad, and it's rock. it's like watching the fucking NRL referee Here dude on Monday. Here we go. The NRL referee on a Monday just being like, "Yeah, well, this is the reason why." But the last minute reports like, "Yeah, no, they fucked up." But there's nothing you can do about it because the game's over. Classic Roosters supporter. What do you mean? Even when he wins, he's not happy yeah. with the result. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this man get back to back, and I was like, "How do you feel?" He's like. If Jared Sutton fucking did something differently, we would have beaten by 50 points, not 30. I mean, he's got a point. That was a pretty accurate rendition of you too. Yeah, Jared Sutton is a piece of shit. No one likes Jared Sutton, but you in particular. I know. We know one person who hates him more. My little brother. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, how does he let you know about it? Oh, man. It's great watching the footy with your bro. <laughs> it's not good watching any sport with my brother. No, except for the Big Bash, because he doesn't know enough about it to get angry. No, that or the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble's the best thing to watch with him. Oh. (laughs) I mean, it depends what viewpoint you're coming from, but sure. (laughs) He's funny. 
Let's talk about the cricket before we go much further off into the trails, gentlemen. Joshy, what do you got for us in the world of cricket? Well, boys, I mean, we just had the BBL wrap up. It was a very exciting season once again. It was beautiful to watch Melbourne Stars flop, Thunder flop, specifically David Warner flop once again. I'm a Thunder fan. Why? I like the colour green. (laughs) That's it. I would prefer you to go for the stars at that point. No, because I hate Melbourne more than I like the colour green. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I I can't can't really take you out on that. But quickly before I get into the Scorchers game, just want to say a little bit of hot news. Um, Just because we were speaking about stars as is. Do you hear Zampa? Yeah. He's getting traded? Getting traded to the Renegades. Yeah. Like it's, you know, they can't really... Certify it just yet because they're not allowed to do trading holds. Um, they're on trading hold at the moment. I believe so, yeah. But it looks like Sam Harper's going to come across and, you know, give him a little bit of uh, batting strength they've really required. Wasn't Zampa like standing captain at some point this year? Uh, he was just the captain this year. Oh, okay. So they just like, uh, you can go. Yeah, they, they got rid of like a world-class spinner. And they're like, no, nah, we need more. But which I can't blame them. They do have Maxwell coming back next year, but I really can't see them putting out more if they don't use Harper well. My only memory from Zampa this year is they had him in commentary, and I think it was for a Hobart and Brisbane game early in the season, maybe like first ten games, and he was the worst and most boring commentator they've ever had in the box. He was he too busy just like stroking his hair back and making sure he looked pretty? Pretty much. He was more focused on being cool than he was about talking about the game, and like. Most sports commentary, hit or miss. Big Bash commentary, brilliant. Most of the time, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just have the old mates in the commentary box talking smack and then Mark Howard. (laughs) You got Brett Lee kind of doing his own thing sometimes too. I don't know really what he interjects. Unfortunately, we lost the best Big Bash commentary duo this past year because I thought Warney and Roy were the best together. Always. The most chemistry out there. They were so good together. I mean... He was the best, yeah. Except for the fact that, like, you know, R.I.P. to Warney, but I've never seen a man shit talk more and just he's <laughs> the most full of himself than Warney. Had right to be, but goddamn, he loved to flex the fact that he was on the ICC World Committee determining all the rules and I everyone had that. to know about it. I loved it. <laughs> he was funny while he did it, which is important. Like, you can't... In hindsight. Yeah, yeah in hindsight, he was very funny. He was. Great guy. R.I.P. But getting up into the exciting action now, turning up the heat. The heat. <laughs> you, you feel really good about that, don't you? Yeah, it was a scorcher of a joke. Please tell, oh, me you <laughs> you. Please tell me you didn't write that in your book. No. Good. Because <laughs> if you pre-planned that, it's even worse. But anyway, I digress. We had a fucking hot match. Out at Perth, you know, first of all, temperature-wise, but also just of how contested that fucking game was. With Heat coming out roaring, losing only, what, one wicket in the first over coming out... Oh, second over, sorry, coming out two for 26, and then starting up a partnership for another 10 overs where they get, what, an 82-run partnership in that time? Something like that. Only just to bring out the power play and lose two wickets within the same over. It was the year for that though. Every single time a power play was called, they'd normally drop one or two very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it really changed the momentum for the bowlers and the batsmen. Like just cocked it. Like even still, I have to admit, he came out really swinging. They knew what they're doing. They started off strong and they even got 175. It's pretty respectable. 
And like you're thinking, because you know, listening to the crowd out there, they're starting to fall pretty silent. We're just halfway <laughs> through scorches because I'm going, shit, we've just lost two in the power play coming off, going to 178, needing how many do they need by like the three over, like 38 with 18 remaining or something like that? Probably, but in big bash cricket, that's doable. Oh, fuck yeah, it was doable because trust me, when you saw, um, what was it, Cooper? He brought out, like, because they brought out Beasley to do another bowl, give yep. him another over, like, so I think it was one of his ends. Worst mistake they could have made, because Cooper just took it up hook, line, and sinker, going, what, six two four zero zero six. He just scored the majority of their runs needed just by Beasley throwing some pretty awful overs to Wong. And it was also the first year that the Heat didn't have Lynn, who was, score-wise, the best batsman in BBL history. Oh, yeah. definitely. Like, I don't know why they don't win. I, I really don't. He left them, not they left him. I thought it was he. Well, he went to Adelaide, didn't he? He did, the other blue team. Yeah. So, very similar uniform. But, like, the problem is, Heat was also losing throughout three of their best players. It was, they lost Kawaja, uh, Labashane, and who was the other one that went Renshaw. out? Renshaw. Yeah, Renshaw. And, yeah, like, I thought, you know, it would have been a demolishing of a game comparative to the low scoring between Sydney and Heat, the, what, on Thursday? Mm. It, I don't think either team broke 100. On the no sixes got 116, Brisbane got 117. Yeah, but Still like, very low. Very low was. because they got it in the 18th. Yeah. Over, well, 19. the commentary keeps hampering on that about 150, 160 is par. the, yeah, is the par. Yeah, that's sort it's of what you right. want. So to, f- to get like 50 runs under that is impressive. But I mean, you know what's more impressive? The Thunder got really under that a lot this year. We <laughs> bowled out for how many, Andy? Sorry, 15. There it is. 15. Y'all could never do something like that. Your teams are too scared to set a total that they knew they could defend <laughs> of 15. How we defended it. They just we? wanted a challenge. We won that one, didn't uh, we? Absolutely. absolutely. I thought yeah. we won that one. That's why we didn't need the final. It was our grand final. You are the winners of this year purely by that alone. It was. I don't know why I keep supporting them. It's simply the uniform. I'll tell you that. The uniform's fantastic. But every year they have a good lineup. It's. Are you sure about that? Yep. I know nothing about cricket, but it always looks good. <laughs> and every year they just go, well, we were doing all right. We were sitting in the top three for the first 10, 15 games. We were up there for the first game. Yeah, it was about five games. Then yeah, you really stuck game, around fourth to six. Your second game, you bowled out Adelaide Strikers for 139 and your return was 15. That was the second game of the... Uh, the game you season. won, by the way. That game you won you, and you scored 15. It's like yeah. golf. The lower you get, the better you do. Yeah. We were also we resting them about. for the week ahead. It was a rest. You don't rest in BBL cricket. Unless you're a fast bowler, those guys actually put in some work. Everyone else just kind of hangs around. Bro, I couldn't imagine being a fast bowler. That kills your shoulder so much. Yeah, it was everything. Ask, just ask Buddy, Paddy Cummins and fucking Mitchell Stark. Their shoulders will be ruined. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely... Like, I don't even know how they do it sometimes, especially when you watch Starkey do, what, four or five overs in a row, and you're thinking to yourself, you're just swinging your arm straight out. How is it not killing your shoulder? And fucking Neeser will do 10, 12 overs straight in shield cricket. He'll just bowl. He'll just keep bowling. He's like, no, nah, just keep me on. It's true. However, we saw the most interesting bowling action I've ever seen in cricket history debut this year in the BBL. Pat Dooley. He played for the Hobart Hurricanes. 
as a spinner. Oi, is that that really weird? Windmills it both. Out? Yeah, both arms move at the same time yeah. as he bowls. Insane. But can I can I just say one thing before we go on about how good it is? There's only one person that really just kind of hammered it down, and really it did not matter who when he bowled. Who? Stevie fucking Smith. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the golden child of the Sixers. Mr. Combs plays three games, gets 300s in them or whatever. Uh, it was first Sixers 100 in his first game back. Yep. And then he failed to follow it up with a double. And perfect. then he got 65, I think, the next one. Yeah, perfect. Man came in. He did, I think it was in four games, he managed to get more Sixers than the in every anyone else in the entire BBL, even after they had played, how many matches was it at the time? Four t- there's fourteen matches in total in the season. Yep, so about twelve matches. So he literally a third and beat everyone. Well, I mean, he is playing for the Sixers. You'd want to hope he hits Sixers at the SCG though, where it is known to be even a longer pitch. Yeah, it might be remiss of me to say, but like. That's what we expect of Steve Smith, right? Like, he's just that good. But he yeah. delivers it still. Like, how that man's been here since the start of BBL, and he's still got form like that. Yeah, but he, he doesn't have to play it every year because usually he's wrapped up in test matches or he's playing ODIs or something. Because he's that fucking good. And he had a year off too, didn't he? <laughs> he did have an enforced <laughs> year off. <laughs> to be a year off. Where he, where he played park cricket and smashed like 950 in a, a game. It's like if LeBron James played in the fucking WNBA, he'd score 850 points a game. Would that even be fun to watch? That like would that be that hilarious to watch for the first game. And then you'd get so... You'd get bored. Yeah. Good highlights to. package. LeBron would get so bored, he'd just throw him from halfway. He's like, ah, oh, maybe it'll go in. <laughs> just do a full toss every time now. It's going to be hit for six either way. Exactly. Just bounce him. <laughs> just bounce him. <laughs> just. But... Since we've made this segue into Steve Smith, I suppose we should start talking about international cricket. And because they're... Lovely tour video that's currently going on. Oh, yeah, the one we're going to lose. It's not looking great so far. I mean, to be fair, we did have to rest a few players this first test because they were not looking great. I mean, who did we lose? We had... um, Well, Stark's out with an injured finger. Cameron Gaines out with an injured finger. Hazelwood's out. Hazelwood's done with his Achilles. So we've got Scotty Bowler and Pat Cummins leading the attack with uh, Nathan Lyon and Todd Murphy debuting. But we bring back Stark and Green in the next yeah, test. Yeah, the I mean. next test should have Stark and Green, which means Boland will probably be done unless if they're going to continue with this two spinner. But we really kind of need our batsmen to take a bit more off. But like, I know it's like a really, really what dry did, pitch. What did Travis Head do to get dropped? Bro, I have I have no idea. Like, Well, I mean, Renshaw's I, okay. injured his knee this morning, so he's out. Renshaw hasn't been in for four years, and they decide to drop Head, who, now, mind you, I did look it up. He does have some... Pretty bad statistics. One of the worst of Australia's statistics over in India. Yeah. Uh, what is it? About an average of 20? Yeah, he didn't do well in the Pakistan tour, that's for sure. No, but I I don't think Renshaw should have come in. I don't think he's des- deserving of the spot, unfortunately, well, comparative to head. No, you say that, but what they look at when they're picking the Australian team is they look at the Shield cricket, which I do a lot for work, and Renshaw has had a pretty decent year in Shield cricket. So it, it sort of made sense to bring Renshaw back into the fold. Marcus Harris isn't doing much in Shield cricket. I mean, he did score a century in the first match back yesterday. Baz is probably his first century of the season. <laughs> Last one too. Yeah, probably. But you know what I mean? Like that that's how they determine how we pick Australian players, is they look at the Shield system and they look at who's doing good and who's not and who has a name. Renshaw t- unfortunately has a name because he's gotten caps. 
so he gets a look in before someone who they can debut. The solution is obvious, though. We should just play South Africa again. Because that was no competition. I mean, if we really want to do that, we just face the Windies. They've not been good for quite a while. They used to be fantastic. Them and Pakistan were, like, incredible. But then basketball hit, and uh, Pakistan decided that they had a new favourite sport to watch. Yeah. So, I mean... As for India, I, I don't think we're going to go too well. I mean, one, 177 of 63 and a half overs. We we might as well be playing a one-dayer at that point, but even still, it's not a respectable score. Yeah, and if we look at it right now, currently at this present moment while we're recording, mm-hmm. they are currently at a drinks break and India are 5 for 189. That's actually not bad. It's not bad, but it's still not great considering we got bowled out for 177. But... Oh, and someone other than Todd Murphy took the fifth wicket. <laughs> it was lying. Wait, are you telling me Murphy's gotten four wickets? So Murphy's far? got four wickets on debut. Bruh. He's played five shield matches too, by the way. That's very impressive. This kid is gonna this kid will take over for Lyon. He's he's very competent as a spinner. Oh, great. We needed new spinners too. Like our fast pace is still good and we got a couple more years under like Stark and stuff like that, but our spinners I mean Gaz is getting a little bit. It's, it's there Gaz and that's it. Yeah, but yeah. that's it. If you think about it, Zampa, as much as he wants to be the test spinner, will never be the test spinner. No. He's never played. A, he played. He's played one Red Bull game in the last four years in Shield in Shield terms. So that's that's no. Um, other than that, I can't think of another spinner other than Todd Murphy who he was even looking at it. Oh, no. actually, fucking Swepson. Swepson was the other guy, but he's getting up there in age too now. How old Swepson these days? Uh, not as young as Todd Murphy. Because Todd Murphy's only like 20. <laughs> Is he only 20? He's only like 20 or 21. Bro, he's got such a career ahead of him. Yeah, so I think Schwepson's long and dusted. I think it's Todd Murphy will be the, the show. That's all right. Him. I mean, we still need to kind of invest a little bit more into spin bowls, especially on our softer greens. Like coming out to Melbourne and Sydney, it's just so much more advantageous. I think I think we need to stop using Cameron Green as the six batter and we get a, an all-round spinner. I think that might be the way to go, but not Ashton Agar. Whoever thought that was a good idea for the last test should be shot into a cannon. Agar is a 2020 player and that's it. Yeah, he's not a test player. He does not have the stamina to kind of continue his bowling form. No. And it is super different with the test too, like, because it's five days. It's five days and I'm a big bass watcher because I like the excitement and I like the fact it's, what, two and a bit hours, it's all over. That's why I like T20 cricket. Yep. But those test matches, you do need to have, like, the physical endurance but also that mental endurance to just keep putting the ball on the spot exactly, and nothing is happening. Yeah, and that's why guys like Hazelwood and Glenn McGrath, uh, who's it, Paddy Cummins and Brett Lee and that were really good at test cricket because they all, they had the patience to put it on the spot. They had the patience to continually hit the same spot and eventually get the wicket. But see, this leads us into our next problem, and I can't remember who provided the interview, but they were talking about how a lot of the players need to start learning to get that tense test mentality again because we're no, getting really. a lot that only want to stick to like the T20 become the superstars and then kind of go for an international but they're not extending that into representing Australia as well. No, I get that and that the issue lies in the money. We, and the, and also the most the money fortitude as well. Well, like, no, no. I, I think right now where do you make the most money in cricket? IPL. You, make, you make it in IPL. You make it in T20 formats. The money they're making in the test format, the people who have paid the most in test match cricket are people like Steve Smith, Dave Warner, the names that are already established because those guys have 
multi-million dollar sponsorship deals behind them. A guy like Todd Murphy's probably only getting like 60, 70K for this. You know what I mean? I mean, to be very starting up, because like almost every name on the Australian lineup is a name. It is. And I think that's where the kind of all-star title comes from is when you have that testing, that's when you can start getting those sponsorship and bring stuff back to the BBL. But staying in it, like I can't tell you many names from the BBL. I can't tell you many names from the Sixers and I'm an avid fan. Jordan Silk. I mean, okay, I know Silk, I know Abbott, I know Smith. Like, Yeah, but again, I, those are the big names. Like, yeah, 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 big yeah, names yeah. Of BBL. Exactly. Yeah. But they're easier to be big names because, man, half the plays in BBL are very much not noticed. And what you're sa- and the other thing that comes back to that too is those those people you just said about the BBL, the Jordan Silks, the Matty Wades, the the Sean Abbotts and stuff, those guys who are just below the, te- the test tier level, those guys are playing one-day internationals for Australia and if they're not playing those, they're in the Shield games, they're in the, the state sides playing, which is a little bit more money. You know what I mean? But they don't have the fame from it. Like they, when, they, when do you hear them talking, like saying, oh, we're going international and playing shit? It's not as common. They actually do. So at the end of the really? Shield season, keep it on cricket.com.au because you'll get a list of names that are going over to play county cricket in England. And yeah, the, no, and I know st- that, but no, I'm but talking like in Australia, like the fans. The f- they are not recognisable as household names by not being within that test format. I'll go with Joshy on that too because I'm a relatively casual cricket fan. I'm also, like, most of my sports I'm relatively casual at. Like, I'm a, I'll am watch it when it's on. I'm never on the websites. I'm never on anything else. Australian cricket does seem to have a severe lack of getting into people's phones. Unless, you know what, you have to look. You if have you're to be fan. on the app to watch the... So, that's the thing. And they don't promote it that much. That's the big thing too, right? Like, I'm sure we would know a lot more of these players and knew what they were up to if it was more in our faces, like other sports are. There's one Shield match that goes on to TV at any point in the year, and it's the final. It's 11. No, oh. it's the final. The one day is get played on Fox Cricket. However, how much coverage do you really think they're getting advertised for? Barely it's barely any. If you I don't watch see it, ads for it. Exactly. If you're watching the Fox Cricket channel, you're seeing ads for the BBL. You're seeing ads for the Australian Test. You're seeing ads for fucking India v Pakistan or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're seeing those sort of ads. There's no... None of these guys are going to get a name until they advertise Australian cricket and start promoting that more. But that's what they're doing with this new, uh, what is it, the contract share between Foxtel and Seven, kind of getting a little bit more coverage of the cricket, such as the BBL and stuff like that, having on free-to-air TV. Yeah, but they're only putting like the BBL and stuff on it. I'm not talking about the BBL. BBL will be fine. But it can be a breakthrough. Having that BBL, I reckon, on live TV is good and free-to-air it will get the demographic that might get people more interested in going to the later ones. It's the, certainly the, a step forward in the, the right direction. The majority of the BBL used to be on free-to-air TV. When it first started, yeah. it did. Yeah. And it didn't do shit, so that's why it got put behind Foxtel. However, you ha- now have initiatives like, what is, what is it that New South Wales one where, like, you know, get out and do stuff in New South Wales. And mm. especially, I reckon, I'm a little bit off topic, but, like, you think about COVID and stuff like that, how that brought Funland, not Funland, Time Zone. That brought that back from the brink of death. And I think by investing this money, if they start a public TV campaign, plus having this like get out in New South Wales stuff, get out in Sydney stuff, you might actually be able to start a following for it. Yeah, I get that. I hope so. Shield cricket does, Shield cricket is the in worst. isolation <laughs> does need a boost though because it's the worst. What 
As okay. good as the BBL is, we saw throughout the BBL, a couple of the commentators were keeping us up to date on the auctions for the IPL that were happening through the season, right? Yep. My only fear is if it is too BBL focused and you start to make a name, you'll get sold for five, six million dollars to the IPL, which is not a bad deal whatsoever. Like, go get your money, go play the game you want to play. In, yeah. But Shield Cricket is that feeding ground up into test from the start of our conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Something needs to be done around Shield to get people more interested in that because that's where that fortitude is built and the longevity is built. I'm just worried that if, or not really worried, I couldn't give less of a shit. But if all the focus is on BBL, I think we'll see more of a funnel to international 2020s. That's what, leaving I, was us with that the was what I was trying to sort of say is if you funnel into the BBL and you don't support the grassroots of Shield and one day domestic cricket, people are going to go towards the IPL. They're going to go towards the 100 over in England. They're going to go towards the PSL, the Caribbean leagues and that sort of stuff and make a bar. But yeah, something needs to happen for the internal domestic comp because that is the feeding ground to get people excited about those players into the test team. Yes. And into the one-day teams and not just the T20s. And I'll make it very clear. I don't care what they do. I'm probably still not going to watch it. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what they do. It's, it's Maybe it's just the nature of a five-day sport. It's a four-day sport. Four-day sport. It's a long time. It is a long time for it to end up in a draw. As not, uh, I think it's like 50% of the matches end up in, which is why there's a dwindling in Shield viewership. Which is the whole point why they invented the 2020 was to be like, we our need sport's result. dying. Yeah. We need to get people excited and watching us. Unfortunately, people got too excited and went, well, let's just cut the dead weight. This can just only be cricket now. Yeah. There was a, there's a very easy solution to fixing Shield cricket. Kick the South from the comp. Yes. I agree. If we remove the South from the NRL, it will fix cricket. It I'd, will fix cricket. Do you know what? If Albo gets rid of his own team, I will watch some Shield cricket. Hey, isn't the PM supposed to take one for the people? For the people. For the, we are the people. And we, we want South kicked out. And we want South kicked out. I agree. I think we've just lost every South fan listening, and I don't care. I'm Let's okay be honest, we probably didn't have many anyway, because I don't think they know how to work Spotify. If <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say they don't have phones. <laughs> 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 Cut. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> that can stay. That's fine. No, my dad's not. a South fan, and what? he barely knows how to use a phone. Does Does he have teeth? No, they're all fake. He got them all punched out when he was young. That's funny. He literally was doesn't have any South teeth. Games? No, he was a cop, so it was against meth head South fans. I think. <laughs> Fuck, taking out his own kind. It happens. He the the crazy part is he used to be a St George fan. And then he said to me recently, this was only last year. I was at his house. I don't know why I was at. I think I was to pick up a fucking cabinet or something. And we're sitting there talking about the footy. And we're talking about St. George. And he goes, I have something to tell you. And he goes, I'm actually a South fan. I've been a South fan for a long time. Which, for him, he does, was right to feel ashamed by. Does Luke even speak to him anymore? Yeah, on occasion. Was that him coming out to you? It felt like he was going <laughs> to tell me he was gay. <laughs> Which honestly would have been far better news than finding out your own dad's a South fan and the team that he made you support growing up, he never actually really cared for that much. So when are you swapping to the Roosters? He made you support the Dragons? Well, he was like, yeah, it's the family team. Like, your pop goes for him, I go for him, you should go for him. Well, that's a fucking lie. Yeah, your whole life's a lie, man. Pop 
definitely. I'm one of the best liars I've ever met, so I will agree with that. Pop, though, massive Steelers fan. Steelers is technically our team, but they don't exist anymore. So now I go for St. George, but with everything that's happening to St. George, I think I'm going to watch AFL this year. Because I'm not supporting anyone else. Because everyone else's jersey is shit and their team sucks. Why aren't you going to go for the, the Dolphins? They need, I, needs all the help they, they can They are get. just a knockoff Dragons. And they're from Queensland. And they're from Queensland. How dare you? What are we? I'm just trying to get this, this new team some fans. Look, they're going to have... I'm not going to support them. I, I support a good team. <sighs> hey, man. Listen, we all know the only reason your team's good is because of those lucrative advertising deals on Bondi Beach. Oh, I absolutely agree. And I love that that's a reason my team's good. <laughs> I love the salary somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, when that salary cap report comes out, let's just watch Reese's lose another premiership or two. Ah, the salary cap report will come out and we're all clear because Uncle Nick gives them the right books, not the wrong books. Well, I don't like Nick Politis simply because he's too smart not to get caught. What I like about NRL is it's an inherently... Idiotic sport. Yes. Played by idiots. Yeah, watched of, by idiots. And none of them have driver's licenses. No. It's, it's as proven by your boy Jaden Sullivan today. What happened to Jaden Sullivan? What today? Is Sullivan he, got, done? He, he got done driving with a suspended license and pleaded guilty to it. Oh, God. We've That's lost another player. <laughs> How many is that? So let's go through the list of what we've lost. So alone. So Ramsey's out because he can't He's shit properly. Next year, though. Next year. Um... Talatala moans out because he tried to kill someone with a hammer. Still funny as fuck. It is, and he should be in jail. I'm not the footy fan who'll go like, oh, let him off. We need him for the team. No. If you try and kill a tradie with a hammer, you should go to jail. Yeah. End of fucking story. You've got Jack the Felon still on your team. Right. The Don't highest, like him one either. Of the highest paid. He was one of the highest paid when he wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else have we lost? Uh, were we talking about trades as well? We're talking just injuries. Oh, trades we got rid of a bunch of. Decent front rowers. Did we got rid of Jackson Ford. We got rid of Tarek Zims. Yeah, you just sent him to Melbourne. We got rid of... But he's kept Sharon Woods. Dude, Sharon and Woods Blake is currently Wo- injured. I and don't Blake Laurie. Do you, I'm sorry. Do you, don't you disrespect him. Do you mean try scorer Blake Laurie? He broke the duck last year. He hey, he's be- he, Okay, he's doing better than Alex Twoll. Alex Twoll. Idiot. Dragons. Uh, Josh, I think... We, I mean, we've already accepted this. We've got the wooden I've, spoon. I've accepted the wooden spoon. We've got the wooden else. spoon. Oh, I think the Tigers will give you a run for your money. No, I don't. I, I, don't. St- I know they lost last night to the Warriors. Yes, but the Warriors also played pretty much everybody but two players. Yeah, but also the Warriors are the best team in New Zealand only. And the, last year they weren't the best team in New Zealand. Why, who's the other team in well, New Well, they weren't in New Zealand. <laughs> now they're back, so they are actually one of the best teams in New Zealand. No, they are the best team in New Zealand. It's true. They are the best team in New Zealand. But no, look, Dragons, I don't know what's happening, but it's not good. We also lost McCulloch. Don't forget about that. Oh, that we lost McCulloch. Yeah, he, he retired. retired. Yeah, but That's that was different. really hard on our, like, we don't have a hooker now. No, we did. We bought in Little. Wait, Jacob Little went there? I thought he was yeah. playing. Oh, no, the Tigers. Simpkins at the Tigers last Yeah, no, night. so we bought Little from the Tigers. But the Tigers have actually bought some really good players. They've got Staines. You don't like him because you don't like Penrith because you think the Roosters should win everything. So you yes. shut up for a minute. they got Staines in. Staines is good. The Forbes Ferrari nickname sucks. Forbes sucks too. Parks is better. They'll hate that out in the country. Fair enough. They also bought in Isaiah Papali, 
Yeah, it brilliant does. buy. Yeah, he was a spewing over that one. Happy chorus how? Happy was spewing over that. Too, <laughs> he got in trouble for it too. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Um, they've got Luke Brooks in the halves, so they're probably they, going to be bottom eight. You forgot. You forgot their biggest signing. They they're apparently bringing back John Bateman from England for for eighteen months when he gets homesick. Yeah, I was going to say again. he's not going to last. He'll be there for a little while. They've and also got Sheen's back, and then Benji's taken over in two years. Yep. And Robbie Farr is still hanging around. I'm surprised Robbie Farr isn't suiting up for him. That means oh, he's in the blue shirt. Like fucking cold sore. He is. He's in a blue shirt though, so he's like on the field, reliving the glory days. He was running around with the water bottles yesterday. I think Tigers are going to improve. I genuinely think, looking at everything over the off season, the only team that we can guarantee getting worse. When I say better, I mean like they're going to win more games. They're still probably going to be bottom eight. Oh yeah. The only team I can guarantee getting worse is St. George. Unfortunately. It's not looking great for us. The one thing, though, that media hasn't spoken about yet, you haven't spoken about, and Josh, I'm disappointed, you haven't spoken about, is we have something that no other team has, which is Benny Hunt. We do have Benny fucking Hunt. Yeah, but Ben Ben Hunt's heroics is going to only get you so far. It got us real far for quite a while. (laughs) And what is he? He's like 45? We've got a couple more years we, of this bad we boy. We are not the St. George Illawarra Dragons. We are the Benny Hunt Dragons. Benny and Hunt the worst show. part is, when he's old and washed up, he'll still be playing we'll for the Dragons. Him. We'll re-sign him. He's got a quite a lengthy career at Dragons. Like at least another 10 years. Minimum. Yep. Oh, we can always bring Duff back. <laughs> Please. We need, we need players. Wait, actually, I just want to say, and I hate, I, I don't mean to call him out like this, but can we just talk about how lucky... Tyrell Sloan is. This man has been repeatedly kicked off the fullback position <laughs> for his ineptitude on the field. And then what happened? He got put on the field once we lost. What's his name? Sloan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who did Sloan replace? Uh, oh, Ramsey. No, no, not Ramsey. Before Ramsey. Dufty. Dufty. Yeah, yeah. He replaced a Dufty. Came yep. on, shat the bed so hard. Ramsey came on, golden child. Beautiful. Lost him for a bit. Sloan came back. Shit the, bed. shit the bed. And then we th- I thought, all right, this this is it for a couple of years. And then we hear the shit with Ramsey. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and now fucking Sloan's back as our starting fullback. Sloan's back. Sloan's back. Embi's probably going to be in the halves. Jack Bird's injured as well. Isn't Embi going to have to be a hooker for a little bit? No, yeah, we've like, got Little. Little's you know, hooker. Like, to, to teach hook, um, Little. No, no little Little's working. a hooker by trade. Oh, Little's, yeah, Little's a, been a no, hooker at like the time. Workings of the dragons, at least. You oh, they don't work. That's easy. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about what workings. Fucking hook isn't even awake for half the games, and he thinks it's fucking nineteen ninety six the whole time. Yeah, we just got to get the big players, and we just got to smash them. I swear to God, he has like the way he hires players is he has like an 06 trading card thing from the Sydney Morning Herald, and he just picks cards out of that and goes, "Get me them." Nah. that's how we got Aaron Woods. Now, I do have to ask a real question, not to deviate a little bit, but professional sleepers. Professional sleepers? Who are we going for? Are we going for Hook or are we going for Roach for most match naps? Blocker. Blocker. There we go. Blocker. He had the moment of the year last year in the commentary box. Oh, the good old-fashioned stiffy. Please just tell me any of them. (laughs) The good old-fashioned stiffy. He fell asleep for fucking 60 minutes in the Rabbitohs Panthers final. Someone coat hanging someone else. He woke up, said, that's a good old-fashioned stiffy. Ruined Ennis for the rest of the match. <laughs> Ennis didn't say another word. He was laughing the whole time. 
And it was it Warren Smith trying to commentate over those two laughing. I think it was Vossi trying to like. Nah, if it was Vossi, he would have said something racist to back him up. Nah, Blocker's the best. Blocker is. <laughs> I watched. I was so footy starved. I'm not a, the same person without the NRL. As much as I like shitting on it, it is awesome. I watched some of the Super League finals and I watched all of the World Cup because I needed an itch to scratch. And I tell you what. Did you watch anything from the Cast Tigers? <laughs> no, I didn't. I love the Cast Tigers. They're shit house anyway. Best um, prop in the world. The best <laughs> team in the world. That's the dragon. Blocker Roach and Mick Ennis are the two best sports commentators in Australia because they suck at their job, but at least they're funny. That's all you got to be. They are very funny. It just There's that sense as well where they're not trying to be funny. They're just trying to do what they're doing and be normal guys. But I've never seen someone shit the bed so hard than watching Blocker tell me plays straight from it. Oh, man, you should have passed that. <laughs> Fucking thanks, Blocker. He goes, they've called that pass forward because he threw it. <laughs> Forward. Forward. And you go, thanks, Block. They go just, back to sleep. <laughs> they just dig in, and they just got to start tackling and scoring tries. Then they will win the game. When Football's a block? passing game. When do we get Blocker on the podcast? <laughs> I mean, we could tweet him, but I don't think he knows how to use it. <laughs> he might be asleep. He's probably having a nap. <laughs> he's in winter, uh, summer hibernation. He's, he's going to miss winter. notification because he's too busy sleeping it off. I do have a question. Who do you think is going to do well in the NRL this year? Because we've spoken about the two, te- the three teams we think are going to do the worst. Okay, don't so say the Roosters. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to start with the Roosters. I'm also going to say the Roosters. Yeah, they got Brandon Smith. That's their big yeah, signing. I think right? that that signing is going to do a world of good. I reckon. It, so if Smith can get his body right. So you got to think Smith at the Storm. He was swapping between Lock and Hooker. So in Lock, you need to be a bigger, stockier body, and in Hooker, you need to be leaner. Agile and everything, he can just slim down to that agile role. All of a sudden, we got a really dominant half, a hooker who can scoot out a dummy half, get get twenty thirty meters. Teddy comes in, scoots out, gets another twenty thirty meters. We're already in the second. We're already in the attacking half by the third tackle. Plus, then you've also got extra ball players like Radley out the front. Yeah, but Radley will be suspended for three quarters of the year, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, hey man, like I, mean, I love Radley, but fucking hell, man. Let's not forget the probably one of the bigger. That you guys have taken this year, Brandon Smith. We were just talking. That's about what we were talking oh, about the whole time. <laughs> that was the whole we time talking we were talking about. about. <laughs> I <laughs> the photo that Brandon Smith in the Roosters jersey, he looked like he'd slimmed down a fair bit. Yeah, and when definitely. I say slimmed down, like clearly lost no muscle, just dropped some fat, dropped some fat. And the other thing that the Roosters have done this year too is they got Minicello in to get everyone on, on coke on a proper diet. Can Nutrition. I join the Roosters? Well, everyone We're fucking doing coke. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, Minichello's come in. He's actually gotten their nutrition right. Brandon Smith's come out and said, yeah, it's been really difficult. I didn't realize how much crap I used to eat until I sat down with Minnie. Bro, he used to sit in the dressing room at halftime smashing a pizza. Of course. Like, there's footage of him doing that. Like, what do you mean you didn't realize, bro? Look around. Everyone's having Gatorade and fucking Nutrigrain bars, and you're smashing a Domino's. Hold on. We... He learnt from the best here. Laurie taught him everything he knows. It's true. There's a reason you don't get chicken wings at Sneaky Burger. But the good thing, we're not going to win a game this year, so there'll be heaps of fucking chicken wings. <laughs> I'm telling you, paid sponsorships coming this year. Dragons That's half his fucking contract. <laughs> it was funny, though, because Sneaky Burger did sponsor a St. George player, which was Josh Kerr. 
It's got to be Blake Willary this year. It has to be. It just has to be for the meme. Other sleeper, other contenders, though, I think Penrith will be up there again, unfortunately, much to my dismay because I don't like the Penrith unit anymore. It's true. However, if there is a year you can beat Penrith, it is this year. They have they lost lose. people. Like they lost Coruscant, Staines, Katoa, Jennings, O'Sullivan, Hopgood, Kakao, Crichton, Kurt Falls. No, Crichton goes next year. Crichton's next year. Christian Crichton. Oh, no, Stephen Crichton. I thought you were talking about Stephen no, Crichton. No, Christian Crichton. I didn't even know he was on the team. Well, he's been released. <laughs> Rip. He's no longer on the team, so <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. But it has been a year of losses for them. And I they're, mean, they've they're still gonna, got... They're still. They're going to go through this transitional phase. It's what happens when you win back-to-back premierships. You have... All of a sudden, all these players are demanding more money. You can't fit them under the salary cap unless you're the Sydney Roosters. And even you guys still lost a couple. Yeah. But like, I mean, the Morris Twins, they retired. Boyd Cordner, he retired. Jake Friend, he retired. Uh, who else? Krupp Kronk, he retired. Yeah, so you know what I mean? There's always that clear. So if there is a year, another team can come in and beat them. It is this year. And there's one team I think that could potentially beat them. Dolphins. No. Dolphins. Dolphins are going to be like bottom eight. I think the Bulldogs will be. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think the Bulldogs are on for it this year. Bulldogs, like, you know, I know they were supposed to be it last year, but the team just didn't have the momentum. They had all the, o- the, the controversy. Th- the only thing they're missing is a solid half. They've got Matt Burton, who will... they got Big Boot Burton. Yeah, they got Burton, but I, I don't know if Carl Flanagan's the answer there or what's the other one, Jake Al- Alvarillo? Yes, and they... But they bought well. They've got Kikau. They've got... Ah, uh, fuck. Addo Carr, Addo he came Ka- in last year. Stephen Crichton's coming next year. They've they got people coming in that are going to fill roles. Yeah, and new coach, on. is it Mick Potter? No, it's uh, Cameron Seraldo's there. Seraldo. So Seraldo's got really good recommendations. Well, he was the Penrith assistant coach for the past like three years. Yep. Weirdly enough, I think Sharks are going to be better I, this year than they were last year. I think so too, unfortunately. They've got, I mean, I don't like the Sharks. Who Most of the country hates the Sharks. I do have a yeah. massive swap spot for Nico Hines, and I want him to do well. Yeah, okay. So the be- the best way for him to do well is to sign a contract with the team in the eastern suburbs. What <sighs> <laughs> you have to do is get him that lucrative deal. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you guys would essentially be unbeatable if you got rid of the kid, whatever his name Sam is. Sam Walker. Sam Walker, and put Nico Hines in that squad. I understand that. I think they're putting a lot onto Sam Walker, which is... I think he's three years out from being medically retired. He's got really hurt, the poor kid. The shoulders. He's, he's playing in half. He needs his shoulders, and they've destroyed his shoulders the past two years. Yep. You guys are always played by injuries. I'm surprised it's not going to happen. Like, no offense, but we can almost take a bet right now. What what week are we thinking Rooster's going to get their first injury? Oh, round one. Yeah, round one. The preseason. Oh, when is their first preseason say, game? Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, yeah, Sunday. We play the Storm on Sunday. Hey, man. At least you're not playing the Super League winners. Oh, that's so funny that you guys decided <laughs> that's a good why idea. Why would they give Dragons St. Helens? I Be- don't I'll tell you exactly why. Because you guys are too intelligent for this sport. I am a professional idiot. Because it, they read St. George and they said St. Helens and they went, Battle that looks good. Put that together. That's exactly how the conversation went. You know what the worst part is? I literally read an article today and the title was Battle of the Saints. That Owen joke is going to be getting some distance in that sport. Who's Owen? Oh, no. That's not happening <laughs> on this show. We'll save it for when we win. Next oh, year. So we'll <laughs> next year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> It'll be premiere of season two. It's not happening. 
I'm just going to put my money out on Titans. You think the Titans top eight this year? You really think? I that? think so. Oh, I think they're bottom eight. There, but oh, I think Justin Holbrook and who's the the prick at um Newcastle? Oh, Adam O'Brien. That guy. They're the two on the. Of, as well as Hook, they're the three on the chopping block. Weirdly enough, though, Hook seems to be incredibly safe in his position. Like Adam O'Brien has, we've watched him just like mentally he deteriorate over the last two. Oh, years. I think he has something on Newcastle. He has to have something on someone at Newcastle because I would have sacked him last year. Him and Ponga, yeah, who's now a half. Yeah, I know, right? Like that worked so they well last half. time. Yeah, he's playing six this year. They put oh, him in shit. six. Who'd they bring over for their Lockie fullback? Miller from the Sharks. That's what happened there. So, look, Knights, I don't see anything getting better. Kalen Ponger is a devastating fullback. Go, for Kalen! Qu- <laughs> for Queensland. He needs to be in a team that can play him. It's the same as... Dan Gagai. Dan Gagai. No, he's in... He's in the Knights. Yeah, he's the centre, isn't he? Yeah, and he has two modes. He has Queensland and shit. Yeah, yeah. Or the same as, is it Andrew Fafita, who's now at the Titans? Fafita's not... Uh, I thought he retired. No, that, yeah, yeah. David did. The youngest David Fafita. Fafita David retired. David Fafita's no, playing around, for the David Titans. David Fafita's Titans and Sweet. Andrew Fafita. David's who I'm talking year. about. Yeah, David's been at the Titans for a while now, dipshit. Is that, I always get them confused. But They're I know it's even Fafita. Surely not, somewhere. No, but Andrew has a brother, a twin brother named David. I told you there was two Davids. We had this argument last year sometime. Yeah, no, they're, they're, he has a twin brother named David Fafita who's playing for the Entrance Tigers in the Newcastle Rugby League this year. I am talking about Feeders. Oh, the, the David from Feeder at the Titans isn't even related to them. I'm talking Are about any of them related? <laughs> no, David and yeah. and so David at the entrance and Andrew were. You just said damn joke. Yeah, I know. The one at the Titans is one of the most devastating forwards in the game on his day. Yeah, when he when, decides to. When he's got room to run. Where the Titans go wrong is they just throw it to him when he's standing flat on the line. Like I'm saying it's the same as Ponga. I don't think moving his position is going to genuinely make the team better. I don't think the team's are quality enough to get anything out of him. He's also wrong. a shit captain. Wrong. Ooh. No, I think you're wrong there. I think if Ponga can get room, which they will have, because they did sign a half this year. They got Jackson Hastings coming in, who was the half at the Tigers last year in four of their four wins. And also an incredibly exciting person to watch on the field. Exactly. I do like Jackson Hastings. Him playing at seven at the Knights, and if the Knights can get some room for Ponga to do Ponga things... I think there's a good chance they're six, seven. Yeah, you let him into the more playmaker decision role. Like I know, he and moving him into six as well, because it yeah second ball receiver. And it, like it did work with him out of the fullback, and you know he had did have a wide view of the game. But now that he's actually a bit more in the action, he can kind of direct the ball where he prefers it to go rather than just commanding the back line. Why am I sat in a room of people who are wrong, and I'm the only correct one again? Knights, fifteenth. No, done. I don't think... The, 15th. The, the only way the Knights get 15th this year is if they have a rotten injury toll. Knights 15th. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's just... Uh, Ponga comes out, me. gets cleaned up, first preseason game, he's out. I don't even think Ponga's playing in the preseason. No, most of the good players aren't playing. No, I think he's injured genuinely. Oh, right. Hey, speaking of NRL news, here's something that we haven't brought up or even discussed in our group chat. Fight and Whiten and Latrell Mitchell. Latrell <laughs> Mitchell. They were just having a little bit of a wrestle. Did you see what Latrell came out with today? He's like, I'm not changing for anybody. I think it was an overreaction by the police. He's like, you were fighting in public, bro. <laughs> like, 
They have to step in. They do. To be fair, like you heard some of the witness accounts though. It's not what the story of the police are spinning. I don't think there was anything in it. I think they were just, I think they were just fucking, fucking around. around. Yeah, of course I agree with them. Like but I'm not uh, going on the line that they did anything wrong wrong. Put yourself in the, the position of those cops, eh? But no, it was... I mean, like, Whiten has a bad history of this. Yeah, he it's literally had it time. written into his contract in Canberra that he was not allowed in the CBD because he kept fighting. Was it in the CBD? Because it was in Canberra. Yeah, he wasn't allowed in the Civic. Right. Where did this one happen? I think that contract's long past. Right, like it was okay, in the cool. CBD. Right. It wouldn't shock me if it's outside Mooseheads. <laughs> Let's find <laughs> out. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's outside Mooseheads. Ooh. Just, I just want to say this lovely little paragraph. I haven't found out exactly where yet, but I just want to say uh, the good friends had been out celebrating Whiten's 30th birthday before the night took a messy turn in Canberra CBD. Thought so. Mm. Well, there's nowhere else to go in Canberra. Breaking news. Breaking news. From the Rugby League's Players Association, there's been great progress made with the women's CBA in negotiation meeting, negotiating meetings this week. For this reason, we have put on hold our action we were going to put in play tonight, which was the uh, taping over the NRL logos, forcing kickoff times and stuff. Yes. So this is the reason why that is not going ahead now. We were going to speak about it. They still require formal commitments from the NRL that the genuine progress was made in key areas and with the priority being the women's CBA. Yep. The game is for the fans, players, and Etc. If the progress is walked back on, then the players will have no choice but to press forward with their yeah because industry because Abdo and Newt, Clint Newton had yeah. met late last night and they actually saw it as signs of progress, so it was actually coming through. I mean, mind you, in saying that, you, you know what they're dangling all over the players' heads with these trials this weekend, don't you? Mm-hmm. Hundred K, isn't it? Hundred K purse. Wouldn't that be nice in the little uh, back pocket? You have that. Maybe you can solidify another player for a couple of years. Isn't that two? Isn't that this weekend and next weekend? Because it's two two rounds of the process. I'm not sure. I know there's one. I don't know if it's over both weekends or if it's 100K per, per weekend. Yeah, but 100K in the NRL these days is chump change. It's like a minimum player. And it's not guaranteed to go onto your salary cap. It's no. true, but it is enough to offset costs to give that one player who's thinking of leaving. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Say if you're but Roosters it, or Melbourne. Once again, not, it doesn't take add an extra 100K to your salary cap. It's just an extra 100K to the, the cost of the yeah, club. Yeah, but they'll cheat like they always do. Like However, <laughs> I just want to say, when Dragons win it, it's all gone to Benny Hunt. Let me ben tell Hunt you, 100K it. straight in his, his uh, back pocket. He'll play the only place zero minutes and he'll earn all of it. And he still would have won the game for us. No too. one then, cuts oranges better than Ben Hunt. And then when the audit comes out and they're like, the Dragons cheated, paying Benny Hunt this extra 100K, we're going to strip them of all their points. Oh, wait, they had none. Yeah, it's fine. Like, what are they going to do to us? Hey, let's be honest. If they're investigating Dragons, Roosters are coming down straight down with us. Are they, though? Yeah. Yes. You and Melbourne. Uncle Nick's a billionaire. That, that's why. That's why <laughs> we've never been caught. I, don't, I'd, I hope, genuinely hope that when he... Is no longer the owner of the Roosters. He does like the I did it book and tells everyone how he did it. I don't want that. I want, you know what I really want to happen? I want him to retire from the Roosters. They continue to prosper and everyone's just like, oh, it wasn't Uncle Nick. They're just really good at book managing. Yeah, but everyone knows that's not the truth already. So that's just, 
Yeah, but they've got two sets of books. They, like got the, they got the NRL books, which they submit, which is 100% under the cap. But under the second books, they got $600 million to spend. Look, if the Roosters aren't cheating, Fletch and Heidi don't have a career because it's what every skid is about. I don't think no, we have got, a career either. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> they have a career because you've got Heidi who never won a ring. It's true. That is their, that's their fallback joke. No matter what, how bad the segment's going, just rip on Heidi for never winning. Speaking of Heidi, thoughts on Parramatta this year? Uh, bottom eight. Oof. Josh Hodgson what? replacing Reed Mart that Reed Marnie was the other one that went to the doggies. That's right. Yeah, there you are. He's huge, dude. Yeah, he's huge for the Brilliant doggies. Hooker. And Parramatta's replacing him with Josh Hodgson. Who hasn't played in two years because he's done an ACL. And both knees. Yep. Yeah. So but he's Par- fresh. Parramatta bottom eight. Oh, speaking of injuries and things we have to talk about, in a little bit more of a serious note, Tommy Turbo's out again. What's happened? Didn't he just get back from getting his ham- hammy done? He did. He walked on the field. He left training early. This is a couple of weeks ago. They've sent him to the US, I believe. I no, he's returned sure. from the no, US. No, he's just returned from the yeah, US. he's literally that. just returned. And like, I like think this week. he was fighting ready. Right, so it's all good then. Don't worry yeah, about no. it. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, Manly, once again, will do something this year. I was going to say, don't. Give it a week. It. He'll be hurt. Don't worry. He'll, he'll do a stupid run and he'll tear his hamstring again. All I can say is it'd just be so nice to watch Manly flounder worse than us. Oh. If there's one team... Make him wear a rainbow South. jersey again. Nothing fucked them harder than a bit of rainbow. Actually, so this came out today too. Mardi Gras has now excluded the NRL from uh, <gasps> participating because of the Manly Pride round jersey <laughs> fiasco. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, w- hold on. There's got to be a little bit more information than that. Does that mean they can't have a float? Yeah, but the decision to bar the NRL is believed as a direct consequence from the massive controversy caused by Manly's decision on the Pride Jumper last year. They have been excluded from this year's gay and lesbian Mardi Gras parade, so they're not allowed to float this year. Still on for the bisexual one, though, yeah? I mean, you've seen the footy players the way they act on the field? 100%. No, (laughs) but seriously, yeah, fair. I get it. I get it, but... I reckon we force Manly to wear a rainbow every week. They'll come last. Oh, fuck. That'd be great. Did NRL have a float in yes, the Mardi... They, they've had a float for the past few years, actually. Because they they are... The NRL itself is very inclusive. They they do support I those rights. I get that. It just... But the Manly thing has just come back to bite them right in the ass, which is so funny. Sounds so weird. Like, out of everything that can kind of represent... Like the LGBT community, it's like... Big buff men wearing tight shorts. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound like the LGBT. You know what? I retract my entire comment. Speaking (laughs) of big buff men wearing tight shorts, Volk's fighting this weekend. Oh, fuck yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to the pub to watch it or what? I think so. I can't. I I think we should. I'm in Sydney. (gasps) There's a Shield game starting tomorrow. I'm on deck for both of the first two days, which means I miss the Volk fight. It's all right. We'll live tweet you what's going on. Please do. Bums on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, guys, we're just bums on the bench if you didn't hear that. Yeah, true. We said it right at the beginning. I like Alexander Volkanovsky. Who doesn't? You have a good story about Volk. I did. I accidentally nearly... I'd said some not nice things to him because I knocked over some small person in the pub one time and it was him. (laughs) By accident. And I don't think I've ever said sorry and so more in my life. I walked around the corner and he came around the corner and I was watching the TV and I'm 6'1". And he's not. (laughs) <laughs> he's not close. How tall is Volk? Like 5'5", five, 5'7". Five, five, he's a small dude. Oh, no wonder you didn't see him. Yeah, he's at f- your knees. He's a featherweight. He's like here? Or yeah. Maybe? You wouldn't say him. No, he's small. He's under under our head. Do you reckon his friends are like 
ever game enough to like kind of rest their arm on his shoulder. They're not all anymore. from Morilla. <laughs> so yes, yes. <laughs> I say not anymore because I mean before this he played. He played for the Warilla Gorillas, yeah. the greatest name in rugby league history. One of the best. Dirtiest players in league history too, mind you. Filthiest mullets as well. <laughs> yeah. Warilla represents the best and worst of the country at the same time. Shows what we're possible of and also what's holding us back. I've got so many stories about the Warilla Gorillas I can't talk about. So are they the, like the pinnacle and definition of evolution occurring within players? It's like if you took all of motorsport energy... And put it into a man. No, and the if smell. You, if you put it, you put NASCAR and V8s, all that energy, and put that into a man, and the smell into a man. That is and the brain of a NASCAR right driver too. That's like. what's implied with the energy. Yeah, the energy. They don't they have do brains. They. It's just a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Over the summer, there was that mad NASCAR dude who just wore rid and got himself qualified. Yeah, that was cool until fucking the FIA decided, yeah, that's banned. It shouldn't be. It was that was fucking sick. Brilliant. But Volkanovski is fighting upper weight division. Yep. For the belt. So he's gone from feather to lightweight. I think. Yeah, I believe jump, so. Against Islam Makachev. Yes. No one in the featherweight division can come close to Volkanovski. If Volkanovski was fighting Oliveira from a couple of months ago, I would have said done deal. It's Volks. I still think Volkanovski can beat Makachev, but Makachev is scary. Isn't Makachev, uh, I can't pronounce his name, but Numa. Nemegamedov's protege. Right. Yeah. One of them, yep. So him and Kamaev are his like two underlings. Khabib. Yep, Khabib Nemegamedov. Yeah. Nailed it. I still think Volk's going to come out on top. I think it might go to round four, round five. But if Kamaev gets him on the ground and gets dominant position. Very hard to come back from. And we saw Volkanovski get put against Ortega in a triangle choke and come out of that fine. Mm. But Kamev again, naturally at this weight. Volk's bulked up for it, so he's going to be feeling good. He's not cutting for no. this fight. I hope he gets it. I think he's fantastic. I really, really want to see an Australian double champ. Because Bam Bam's not doing shit. What's the reach difference between them? Uh, oh. It's a couple inches, but I don't know the exact. Is there Makachev's long? Like he's. Yeah, it's going to be hard, you know, keeping him at a little bit of a distance. It's really going to take away a lot of his momentum if he can't close in the gap. It is true, but Volkanovski is a really, really good sniper with his strikes. He rarely misses. So every time Makachev comes in or lower or does a level change towards him, Volk's got knees, elbows. He's not a brilliant kicker, but he doesn't have to be. He's brutal with his hands and his knees. I got the tail of the tape here. What do we got? What's the reach difference? The reach difference is Makachev's got 179.1, Volkanovski 181.6. Wait, he's got the longer reach? He's got reach. the reach. That surprises no me because he's so small. He's going to yeah. take such advantage of that too. He can actually Fucking start getting... Makachev has 10, uh, 10 centimetres on him too because he's 1.78 and Volk's 168. Because some body shots take him down so easily. Just punch. It's going to be brilliant. I think it's it's shaping up to be the best fight of the last six months. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it on replay. <laughs> Does anyone else have any sports stories they want to talk about? Well, do you want to go back to that NASCAR wall, right? Because Josh looked confused when you brought it up. Yeah, I got yeah, nothing Andy, on NASCAR, so you NASCAR. got me covered. So you know how it's an oval track, right? So what he's done is he needs to finish second to qualify for the the championship round. So what he's done is on the last lap, he has just 
put his foot to the floor, yeeted it into the wall, and wall ridden around the track and got to second. So, so scraped around the edge of the other on, drivers. Scraped around the full edge of the track That's on the wall. Shit, man. Like it's game shit. Everyone was like, you do this in a video game. Every and of course, Freebird was instantly put over the top of it. Yeah. The solo from Freebird. Yeah. And fucking every driver that seen it was just like, this is sh- this is the shit. This is awesome. So, of course, all the rule makers are like, this is banned now. Yep. Way to bring back excitement just to ruin it once again. Yeah, I know, right? Think of the strategies and the stuff that they would have had going on to make that incredibly more dangerous. And they've just ruined it for everyone. I know. NASCAR is the greatest bogan sport ever. It's up there. It, it is, is up there. so good. Speaking of other bogan sports, oh yeah, supercars. That's back in a couple of weeks, isn't it? It is. We just had the Bathurst 12 hour. Nothing to do with supercars, but it was about Bathurst. One of our friends who's an electrician was up there running the electricals for it. I didn't watch it. Supercars itself. It's 12 hours, man. Come on. And nothing, like, whatever. Supercars Gen 3's launched this yes. year. So it is now the Chevrolets versus the Ford Mustangs. Yeah, it's the death of the Holden. Holden's gone. Holden's been gone for a long time. Those chassis were all, what, five, six years old? Two, three years old. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Both cars look sick. I like muscle cars. You know how you fix it? You take that Chevy badge, put it in the bin, stick a fucking Holden line I think there's nothing wrong with that. That's what they should do. They should just be like, nah. Same company anyway. Holden. It works for General Motors. It is. is. No, it is. And that's what a lot of the... I guess the sort of discussion, Joe, I'm being like, you still own the brand, even though it doesn't exist. Just let it be that. Just but let them slap the Holden badge on it and be like, bam, it's a Holden I mean, Camaro. We see our Como cop cars out in San Francisco. You, have you guys seen the photo yeah. of that? It was the Thought Police car. <laughs> and they had it with like the full what? Australian police like insignia and stuff like that. And it was just a fucking Chevy. Yeah, yeah we should definitely do that. I'm still stoked for the sport this year. I think it's going to be great. It's finally parity. They've adjusted the chassis of the Mustang, so it's now the two-door design. Yeah. So it will actually look better. And the Camaro is a two-door design, isn't it? Yeah, by nature. Yeah, so literally take the Chevy badge off, just slap a Holden on it, same company, still going to make the same money. Everyone's going to still buy that Camaro. It's just going to have a Chevy badge on and it. And, I mean, it's the way Australians are. It, we, we don't give a shit about Chevy versus Ford. We want Holden versus Ford. Yeah. I agree. 100% I agree. I was only bringing up the fact that there's new body types this year. That's it. That's the only positive thing about it. Now you've made us mad. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. You don't even like cars, bro. Yeah, Why are you I'm angry? passionate <laughs> about most things. <laughs> it's true. We brought Josh on specifically because we're like, we need someone who has an opinion on everything. We're like, oh, well, Josh, obviously. Yeah. The Ocho. Man, that was sick. I'm not going to lie. Like, You're going to watch the Ocho again. Let's talk about the Ocho then. Because yeah. they got things like fucking hot dog eating and marble racing, don't they? They got everything. They had bed racing. End yeah. of last year, we all watched the Ocho, which is an American multi-sport event, which is like the Olympics for what I want to say is fat Americans. I always thought it was just a joke because of um dodgeball, because they had ESPN, the Ocho, and that's where the dodgeball championships were on. I think it is. So, and then... During COVID, they brought in ESPN the Ocho, which was just dumb shit like hot dog eating and corgi racing. Wait, corgi hold on, you guys have missed the best one. Which one? XL All Stars, <laughs> where they had to create a poker machine, make it work with different winning combinations, and figure it out. Oh damn! That have you awesome. ever seen some of these people work Excel? It's like watching magic, man. I don't get at least 
all of it. Is this part of the Ocho or something this else? This is a part of the Ocho. So they're doing what? Uh, so they make a poker machine like in the cells using Excel and actually make it run using macros. That's fantastic. I went to some different categories in that sport. I took a particularly like to the National Air Guitar Championship. Oh, that would have been sick. It was. They it was really brilliant. got into it. It was brilliant. Everybody looked like what you'd think an impersonator for some like washed up 80s pop and rock star is. Fantastic though. It so much too. Man, like I don't have that level of confidence. And like if I lost that, I would clearly blame the instrument. There's no way I'm taking any oh, responsibility no. for a loss in that sport. Axe throwing and knife throwing were Dude. weirdly intense. They were so good. The crowd was into the axe throwing like nothing else. Dude, you can do axe throwing in town. Yeah, but you know what? I don't trust myself with an axe. That's fair. I'm definitely going to hit the back of my head like I've done before while yeah. swinging an axe. Understand? It hurts. <laughs> Corgi <laughs> racing was brilliant. That's an all-time standout event. It's just so, gosh darn, it's horrible. <laughs> and then there was we there was this weird one where you'd bounce a ball off a trampoline, you had to catch it or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sucked, uh, whatever that was. The beach sport one that like, you see all the hipsters do down fucking yeah. near us. It's like, it's like hacky sack to Frisbee, what ultimate Frisbee is to Frisbee. It was like, the activity was fine. We've added a trampoline was it somewhere. Was mega ball? It. Was that the one or was that a different one? I don't know. Soccer in the balloon balls would be funny. That looks like fun. You know they had one of those around here and then like it recently closed down, unfortunately. It looked like such a wild time. I couldn't imagine just doing like inflatable soccer while running into people <laughs> tripping them over. It's the only way I think you could get me to play soccer is like, oh, you're allowed to hit people in this one. That's fair. Spike ball. That's what it's called. Spike ball. Yep. That sucked. Whatever that was. I didn't watch much of that one. Um, We missed cliff diving. I that didn't even know fun. that was on. That sounds sick. That sounds fun. I've done cliff diving once before in my life and it was up in the Central Coast somewhere and it was a very interesting experience because you walk out along like the sea shelf and up these cliffs and things and as you're walking out are all the memorial plaques for people who are dead from doing it. Oh, that must really give you the It's really weird because you're walking out seeing all these things and then you just have one mate who's like, don't worry bro, I do it all the time. I used to do it with him. I used to do it with him. And you're like, I don't feel great about this. So I did it. Terrifying, wouldn't do it again. Fair enough. It looks like a lot of fun, I'm not going to lie. It's awesome. Like, it's very exhilarating. But it's also like, once you get in there, you're just in the water next to a cliff. Like, it's not easy to get back out. How did you get out? You, this Helicopter. Is why, no. This is why a lot of the people have died doing it. Because at this area we were, you had to wait for the swell to boost you up and you kind of had to get back up onto a lower part of the cliff. But it was very jagged. So, like, if you mistime the swell you were going with, you just get smashed against the rocks and fall back in the water. That just does not sound fun. Hence all the plaques. So, that's how we got out. I think normally they have a helicopter to do it safely. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, no, in the, in the version we did as dumb shit uni students at the beach was, well, wait for the big wave and hopefully land on the safe bit of the rock and don't smash yourself to pieces. Dude, I'm having a look at, like... The list of some of these still, by the way. I think I have to go back and watch this again. There are some that look so entertaining. I can't believe I missed. Like a Pogo Palooza. I'm done. Sold. Sold. And it's a cup. They actually comp- like compete against each other in some sort of Pogo. I hope they do tricks. That'd be so cool. It's got to be tricks or like shooting dunks. <laughs> These are the only two things you can do on a Pogo stick. You can race, I guess. Oh. 
The Ocho just reminds me of MXC, that Japanese show. Oh, Takeshi's Castle. Hell yeah, man. That now that is sport. That, that is water sport. was some of the most disgusting fucking water I've ever seen in my life. It was bro. just and it if anyone doesn't brown. know what MXC or Takeshi's Castle is, imagine wipeout, but heaps more dangerous than Japanese. So it's just off its chops. They're like People would fall over, they get hit with a fire extinguisher. Not the canister bit, the actual expellent. Mm. You had people strapped into like this fake horse thing with its legs as a wheel and you'd have to run over an obstacle course. Don't forget about the one where you're like 10 feet in the air on a surfboard having to jump over obstacles while the surfboard is still moving. Otherwise, you'll just fall into the water. Didn't there they have was the like one an Indiana Jones one too? Where there's like yeah, a the boulder. boulders and you run up to the castle yeah. and you'd have to hide in little subsections otherwise you're going to get mowed over by a but giant boulder. But there was boulder. always a person in the alcoves who would push them out back in front of the boulders. Like you yeah. couldn't hide safely. You had to get into the alcove and punch on with a staff member to not get run over by a boulder. Not a real boulder, but it's still big. Like that shit ain't light. I wish that game was still on. I'd so go on that game show. Oh, but 100%. I wish I was on my daughter while I'm in Japan this year. <laughs> So jealous, man. It's phenomenal. MXC is one of the best sporting events of all time. Especially because they got dumb shit Americans to just redub it oh, and say whatever they wanted. What was his name? Kenny Blankenship? Blankenshaw. Kenny Blankenshaw. You sure? Ken Wantanabe. No, that's an actor, isn't it? Yeah, that's an actor. And then there was Guy LaDouche, who was the infield reporter dressed in a safari outfit. I remember Guy LaDouche. <laughs> I thought you mistaken Shia LaBeouf there. No, it no, was no, no. Guy. Kenny Blankenship. Damn it. Your memory's not that great, Jack. I don't have one. That doesn't shock me. I just make shit up and it's fun for me. Well, I mean, that's the premise of the other show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Vic Romano. That was it. That was along with Kenny Blankenship. Please tell me Guy LaDouche is in there. Uh, There's Captain Tennille and Guy LaDouche. Yes. You got one. One's good. You got none. Yeah, I don't remember watching it. I used to watch it on... It was an MTV show, wasn't uh, it? Fox 8. Fox 8? Fox 8 or something. I thought it was MTV. Uh, it MTV. definitely was on Fox Can 8. Google that. I might be yeah, right yeah, about yeah. something. All right, I got you. And then we're going to wrap up because now we're just fucking droning on about shit. Yeah. I might have to come back to you on this one. I'm going to keep looking <laughs> <it up. laughs> That means I'm right. He doesn't want to admit it. No, I, like, I just can't find it. <laughs> we forgot one. What do we forget? The Superb Owls on Monday. Oh, the Super Bowl. Are you, My are you team's got, in it. Yeah, Philly v fucking Chiefs. And I want Philly to win it. I want Philly to win because there's nothing. There's only one thing scarier than a Philadelphia sports team losing, and that's if they win. Man, so Philadelphia have greet the police have gone and greased up all the poles in preparation for the riots. They did it last time, and it didn't stop them. Like people I know. still managed to climb them and flip cars. If you're in the city of Philadelphia, the best thing you could do is set up a webcam. Set up a webcam to stream that shit after the game because no matter what, you're going to get views. Oh, don't worry. There'll just be news choppers waiting for them. 100%. Yeah, but imagine streaming that on Twitch. Who do you think will win the Super Bowl? I want it to be the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm scared it's going to be the Chiefs. I don't want the Chiefs to win. Yeah, I want I don't Philly like to win. Them. Um, I'd actually like to counterpoint here. Uh, fuck Philly uh, because my housemate goes for him and it'd be really funny to watch him get overly upset about it because they are his life. Here's yeah. something I can actually talk about that I know something about. Did you know Philadelphia sports fans are the only sports fans in the world to throw batteries at Santa? Where do they get the batteries They from? bring them with them to the games to throw <laughs> at players. <laughs> when they're not, was, I think it was the late 90s. 
It was a snowing game and it might have even been baseball or NFL. It was one of the two. Is it baseball because that's how they developed the under underground tunnel that Maybe. went to the yeah, hotel? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That was just the Sunny's episode, by the way. Oh, true. I haven't seen that one. I've seen a bit of Sunny. I've just started watching this. It's so fucking Dude, good. Dude, it's so good. You've got to watch it. However, there was the game started to get snowed out and the fans were getting really, really like riotous in the stands and they were like, oh, it's nearly Christmas. Let's bring Santa out in like a truck and drive him slowly around the outfield. And they did. And he got hammered with beer, hot dogs and batteries. That's hilarious. And the driver being in the cab didn't know. So he kept going slowly. Santa got annihilated. So I love Philly sports fans. I mean, they are the, some of the most rambunctious, rowdy motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. Doesn't matter, win or lose, they're rioting. Well, no, the whole reason they're sorting the city out now is in case they win. Like, if they lose, they'll all just go home. If no, they win, if they'll they destroy lose, the city. If they lose, they'll destroy the city. If they win, they'll, they'll destroy, destroy the, the city, city, and then they'll destroy it again. Is yeah. that why they... Like, was Philadelphia the first one where they had to oil up the light posts yeah. because fans just kept climbing. No, it. I think that was Cleveland when Cleveland won the NBA. I wouldn't be surprised either. Because Cleveland have a wretched run with sports teams and LeBron brought them the championship, so Cleveland went chaotic. Well, Cleveland's anyway. river also caught on fire six times. Yep. They're the reason the EPA exists in the US. Their river caught on fire. How? It's also where Tencent Beer Night happened in baseball history. Which is one of the best games of baseball of all time. But just still not that great because baseball's boring. No, it was because it only got to like innings number seven, right? Okay, that's seven innings too many. However, there it was the Texas Rangers. Rangers. Or are they? Um hockey. That's I would like no, to say New York Rangers is hockey. It might just be Philadelphia because there's an article on it. Oh, okay. What what year? Uh, two thousand eighteen. Because Cleveland that won was, in twenty sixteen. That was the last Super Bowl they won. That was the only Super Bowl I won. It was also the last one we won. Thank you. Yeah, with Big Dick Nick Foles at quarterback. Yeah, and then we traded him away instantly, didn't we? Yeah, well, he was the backup quarterback because you were all in on Carson Wentz. Who? And look at, yeah, exactly. No one will ever beat in the NBA Tingus Pingus. All-time <laughs> goat. <laughs> Chris, that poor Tingus. Yeah, poor Zingus. <laughs> Tingus Pingus. That Who the fuck? <laughs> It's Tangus, Pangus. If you've I never, if you don't I ain't know, never heard of no Latvia. <laughs> if you don't know who Tingus Pingus is, go on the YouTube and type in who the fuck is Tingus Pingus and watch a sports fan go berserk at his TV for 30 seconds. Do you because yeah, Tingus yeah. Pingus? I don't know who Tingus Pingus is, so I'll be looking this up yeah. after. He, I think he got drafted to the Knicks, so it's a full on New York accent as well. Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah, basically. Who the fuck is Tingus Pingus? He's like, poor Zingus from Latvia. And he's like, I didn't heard of Latvia. <laughs> Just going apeshit in his telly. We should wrap up, gentlemen. We should. Yes. Well, I guess we're going to do this weekly from now on, aren't we? Pretty much. I mean, there's enough sport that we can cover in this that every week we'll have fresh content. Well, literally, we've only got to get through what? next week and the week after and it'll just be NRL dominated. And I mean, that's it's still going to be NRL dominated anyway. We've got the te- trials on this weekend. And the All-Stars. But that's no one's playing in that this year. Everyone no, pulled out. Trail Mitt's playing. Is he? Is yeah. he actually still allowed to play? I, I think Trail Mitt's still allowed to play. Oh, oh, okay. Shit. You might want to take a plane to get over then. He's got a little bit of time. Shit. I yeah. think he's already there. Where are they playing? They're playing in the US, aren't they? No, no they're Zealand. playing in New Zealand. Oh, right. Um, they have... Isn't it like the first time they're playing in New Zealand as well? 
for both games or something like that? So, uh, I think so. Oh, probably. Anyway, every week you can listen to us talk shit about sports and each other and our friends. Yes, definitely. Do we have socials yet? Yes. We have social media. It's all at bums on the bench because I'm not dumb like you. What did I do? I did like at... You had at bums formula for formula bums on Twitter, but everything else is at formula bums. Is it because you couldn't get formula bums or you just thought you wanted to be a bit different? I'm going to go with the first one. It was probably the second one, to be honest. I respect it, though. I respect it, too. We're bums on the bench. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Yep. Yeehaw.